Hi, everybody. It is Carrie Hello. and Edward. And this is kind of our introductory episode for Stand Up Retail, which is basically going to become a support network for store-based retail employees across the world and possibly across the uh, globe um, <laughs> in their hours of greatest need. In this video, we're going to kind of go through how stand-up retail came to be, give you a brief history, a little bio of Edward and myself, so you can kind of learn who your hosts are going to be and your guides on um, this little uh, content journey um, and who you can reach out to for support. First, please, I wanted to quickly um, let you guys know how stand-up retail came to be. So Edward and I have a very unique but shared work history um, <laughs> that uh, really led to over 40 plus years, 45 plus years of yeah. experience in store-based retail. Long um, time. Yeah, we've known each other for a while. And what's oh really ironic about our work history is that we actually have history together that we didn't know we had together <laughs> because we and early on in our careers we both worked in the same city uh in the same mall yep. during the same time frame um and experienced the retail store-based industry um from a couple of different perspectives mm -hmm. um however we we didn't even know each other, but we had common history. Uh, and once we ended up meeting each other, that that was just kind of crazy to learn. Uh, yeah. But it just goes to show how small the retail industry truly is. It's what bonded and us together. It is. It is. Oh, we shared so many good stories. <laughs> um, but fast forward to where we are today. Um, Stand up retail is kind of a passion project for us right now. Um, like I said, we have a lot of history, um, across um, tons of different facets of the industry and different formats of the industry. Um, and we'll kind of go over that in a minute, but both of us left the store-based industry. Um, and we both left the store-based industry, uh, within the last year, yeah. um, myself in late 2020, Edward in early 2021. Uh, I walked out early 2020 before COVID. Um, and then you actually went through COVID, went back through COVID and then left. And it was really hard for us to let go. Yeah. Uh, mainly because we loved our work so much. And we left for varying reasons. Uh, but we found that our experiences over those 45 plus years really had shaped who we became as individuals uh, and also shaped our goals, our skill sets, and our ability to continue um, being entrepreneurs in different ways. And we, we started talking and realized that not many people understand retail who have never worked in it, exactly. um, which, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that first meeting, Edward, we spent a bunch of time talking about how a lot of people make assumptions. Yeah, about those that work in retail. And we also talked about some of our past own experiences of what people thought when mm -hmm. we were in retail, just, just common experiences. Yeah, uh, we, we reflected. I know I had had an idea about what we could do to try to support the stores um, from the outside 
uh, and positively impact the people who were struggling. With COVID, it was extremely challenging. Um, I would say over the last five to seven years, it's been extremely challenging in the store-based environment just because yeah. of structural changes, right. of um, you know customer experience expectations. Uh, but regardless of what employer you work for, uh, that's not what this is about. This is not about trying to change how people, companies do things. This is about how we can show up differently um, to make sure that our employment is enjoyable, our progress is enjoyable, and um, we're continuing to grow, whatever that means for the individual. So this right. has truly evolved, and we'll talk more about what it evolved into after our bios, but it really started out with Edward and I saying, what can we do to help? What's missing? What's missing right now yeah. in those stores that we can help provide to ease some of the frustration of the employee, to ease some of the stress of the employee, um, because nobody likes to go to work stressed. True. Right? Nobody. Um, so that's a little bit about how stand-up retail came about. Um, in about May 2021, I think was when I reached out. I was like, Edward, yeah. I have an idea. Can we have a Zoom meeting? We need right. to. Right. Um, Edward, why are we experts? Let's tell them a little bit about ourselves um, and really um, dig into how we got where we are today. And we'll take it from there. Yeah, sure. Thank you, Carrie. Um, I am a retail industry person that had 25 plus years in the retail industry, uh, degrees in business management and psychology. I worked in the retail industry, developing my skills in the industry from luxury spa and salon management to big box retail to department stores. I worked from sales to merchandising to operations. So that gave me a lot of background and a lot of look into um, the retail industry, which I was able to pick up a lot um, of training and tools and you know things that I was able to bring along with me. Um, I am currently based in the Northern New Jersey area. For most of my career path was spent in the New York City metro area. I Probably just like majority of you, I started off in retail in college. Um, it was an extra seasonal job for me. I went into it as a holiday season. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you can relate. And um, from there, shortly after that holiday assignment, I went straight into management. I became an assistant management, was asked to stay on. And that um, went from the Midwest to New York City. Um, where I spent a lot of time in New York City, and it was very instrumental and very influential on my retail career path. Um, there is where I actually learned to become a multi-store unit manager, where um, I worked in specialty. Um, there, I went to sunny Florida, worked in Florida. That was where I picked up a lot of additional um, retail experience as far as luxury spa management and training. Um, mm -hmm. And that also led me to um, multi-store big box. So I worked in big box retail there. Um, and then of course, you know, who doesn't love New York City? <laughs> I return back to New oh, York. Oh, they're, they're out there, people who, who don't, but you know, once you've been there, you either love it or hate it. And if you yeah, love it, 
it was one of those things I loved it I left and I ended up coming back so I returned and there's where my retail experience continued on and um, I definitely learned a lot there was a shift in my retail a lot of it was based in sales and during this time um, I was working in a department store and um, a lot of my my career path uh, change course and I went into merchandising and operations and I fell in love with the industry all over again um, because I you know spent most of my career in sales um, and I enjoyed every moment of it but then once I got into that section of it it just renewed something in me and I pretty much finished out my last 10 years of my career in the merchandising operational side of retail. And um, I learned a lot. And then a lot of that took me to where I am today, focusing on my own businesses, I run a business consultant um, agency where I work with small businesses and business owners and everything, pretty much everything I've gone through in my, in my path. And so that's me in a box. Well, I like you in a box. <laughs> well, I like you out of the box too. But, um, <laughs> so tell me about you, Carrie. You know, everybody works, well, pretty much everybody will work a retail job at some point in their life. And I kind of had them sprinkled throughout either high school or um, college. I kind of had a different college experience. I was working full time for a tech company um, when by the time I was a sophomore in college as well as living off campus so I was doing a lot of commuting um, but I did get um, my bachelor's degrees in both political science and economics totally not retail right um, totally not tech um, but you know I, I feel like those degrees and the work history that I had I was I was selling hardware to large universities. I was actually getting up in front of people. I was actually what they would probably consider um, a sales engineer right now, back in the day, back in oh, the wow. um, early 90s um, for the tech company I worked for, which was also um, creating publishing software back in the early 90s um, and trying to really help the publishing industry at, at that point. Um, I was the sales engineer and person who would go on site to large scale newspapers across the Northeast um, and put on product demonstrations. Um, so from a, you know, a very young age of like 18, 19 years old, I was, I got very comfortable getting up in front of people, selling, um, crafting a good sales pitch, but also being able to, um, lay out an argument as well as convince people um, that products were valuable, but also that, you know, behavioral change was possible um, and habit, habit change was possible. Because right. um, that's what tech was all about back then. Um, as far as what I wanted to do when I was in college, I wanted to go, I wanted to be either a lawyer. Um, I studied international relations and third world economic development. <laughs> so again, not exactly um, what is a typical retail person's educational background. Um, however, what I loved about both studying economics as well as political science was it's heavily detail oriented. You have to be able to read people. You right. have to be able to structure a good um, set of facts 
um, as well as take in a ton of data to kind of create a strategy. Um, and it actually meshes very, very well with the retail industry. So um, I moved from a small town in Western Mass um, when I was 25 um, to the Midwest. And I moved to the St. Louis area and needed to get a job. So I got a job in sales. I started at a department store and was an hourly women's apparel designer, women's apparel sales associate. Back then they called everyone sales associates. Uh -huh. And um, I knew that I wanted to go to grad school. So after a couple of months, when it was starting to get to that point where everybody would be returning to school, uh, all of a sudden, uh, people started approaching me asking if I wanted to stay uh, because my skill set matched what they were looking for. Yeah. Um, and I was committed. Um, I, you know, really kind of like to do my best at whatever I take on. Uh, and so I said, you know what, L let me kind of take that into consideration. Uh, I ended up making a decision to stick with that. Uh, instead of pursuing my higher, higher education goals, mainly because the universities that I had um, selected did not have the staff to be able to provide the educational track that I wanted. So I said, sure, like I'll take on this position. Um, I was promoted into management um, after three months of starting as a selling associate. Uh, and that is the start of my retail career, I would say, um, in yeah. 1999-2000 um, in the department store. Uh, I worked there for about four years. I ended up moving, um, picking up and moving to New York because of um, some external factors which brought me there, which were awesome. Um, and I took a little bit of time to learn the city before I said, you know what? I have retail background. I have retail management background. I can get a job anywhere. anywhere. I can get a job at any retailer and what better city to try and get a job in than New York City. Um, I jumped into retail um, specialty store uh, at that point because I had a little bit of history and I kind of didn't want to, you know, the, the, the large scale department stores in New York are a bit intimidating oh, yeah. <laughs> when you come from a small town in Western Massachusetts originally. Yeah. It's so, interesting that we both ended up there. But. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so in like 2004, I ended up it, living in the East Village in Manhattan and um, working in retail in the Flatiron District and kind of again, fell in love with it because the pace was 100% different than I was used to in the Midwest. Um, it was very challenging. Um, but again, applying myself and my skill set, I, I ended up having a lot of career goals with that initial company. And that really drove a lot of what I did um, there. Uh, right. In New York, uh, in any metropolitan area, and in any when, when a, a potential future employer recognizes skill, um, they recruit you. So this was oh, the yeah. beginning of me getting recruited away, 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 away yeah. from a bunch of different retailers that I ended up yeah. working for. So I left that specialty brand, was recruited away to a specialty brand that um, had a small footprint in the United States, but was a mega um, specialty brand uh, worldwide, as well as um, in, in Europe. Uh, and 
then from there, I got recruited away and ended up going to um, probably the most iconic luxury brand, um, working in um, one of their most iconic locations in the world, um, in Soho, which was super exciting. Uh, but that was right before the 2009 kind of crash, economic crash, um, when a lot of retailers went through restructuring. So I ended up stepping away from that. Um, and got into consulting. I ended up consulting for a couple of years for a startup uh, Italian women's designer clothing brand, um, getting them started with their boutique, setting up all of their systems from inventory to retail. So really kind of falling back on a lot of that tech mm-hmm. background that I had um, and, and just a lot of my work history. And then I found I got bored because I missed the chaos of retail. Um, consulting was fun, um, but I missed I missed being in the store. I really did. Um, So I applied to a couple of large scale uh, department stores because at that point I had been in the city for about four years and I ended up in the most iconic store (laughs) footprint in America. Um, And drug me along. And I dragged you along. So back when I said I first got recruited away from that first specialty brand to a European-based specialty brand. That was when I met Edward. That's where we connect. Uh, And our work history kind of starts during that time um, where we supported each other. We were peers. um, We traveled together. We learned together. We bonded very, very quickly um, and we continued our relationship. And even though he left, for a little bit of time and came back. Um, you know, as soon as I got to that department store, he was one of the first people I reached out to yeah. because I knew I wanted to work with him again. And I knew his skill set was exactly um, what the position that I was recruiting him for um, required. And the rest is history because yeah. I then left New York um, with an elevated assignment from that company and Edward's career just exploded Exploded. um, staying in New York. So that's our history. Like I would say once I left the industry in uh, late 2020, they able then to kind of take all of my work history and throw it into um, a new form of teaching and supporting and coaching um, that is based on, you know, the homesteading lifestyle that I have um, in my personal life but also within retail being a digital mentor um, and uh, bringing um, some skill set elevation wherever I can. So, and that kind of brought Edward and I together once we saw this great need out in the industry. Like this is kind of like foundational stuff. Right, right. um, Which will help people become more successful within those frameworks, Mm right? Right. Yeah, it's definitely a tool for something to build up on. Um, and that's that's the important part. I think a lot of times when we get into, especially in the retail industries, a lot of times we get thrown into things and the we search for the training. And not necessarily that the whatever company or whatever industry you're in within retail, there aren't the training tools out of that 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 are available there for you but you may not know how to access them or Mm -hmm. even when you do access them the clarity isn't quite there and you're not sure where else to go Mm -hmm. um and so i think that 
once you have a foundation, which is hopefully what we can provide to anyone that wants to be, you know, whatever it is your choice to be in retail, whether that's an hourly or an executive or anything in retail that, you know, we can build a solid foundation with you here. I think you also touched on something else that we felt was, um, I don't necessarily want to say it was, it's completely missing, but it's very hard to find is a sense of positive community. Right. Um, and, you know, positive community, it, it's, it's pretty much indispensable, especially when you're going through mm-hmm. change. Right. Um, and, you know, being able to find, come to a place where everyone has the same understanding is really yep. important taking away the corporate names and titles and all of that um, people being able to kind of come to a place where someone understands you what you're going through personally Mm -hmm. um it's it's invaluable and we want to create a positive space for that we want to help build a foundation where you can find common ground with other people who are in the same industry, um, that you can find a place where you can control your skill building and your development and take however big a step or however small a step that you want um, that is not dictated by a corporate timeline or by a new program that's being launched, um, something that you find value that will make you feel better um, in your position or in your choices or in your career path. So we decided on videos, podcasts, and blog posts. <laughs> You're gonna, you've seen like the back and forth between Edward and myself. Uh, it's going to be very much half of our, uh, half of our videos are going to be discussion. Half of them are going to kind of be set up um, and storytelling, um, which kind of hopefully gives you a little entertainment factor because there's some doozies. The point of this is to help the individuals out there. This is not to affect change within the industry or within a corporation or um, because ultimately what we can't control, we can't control. We can control is ourself, right? Um, And creating a resource where you can be more in control of how you show up to work every day um, and how you interact, um, with the industry, um, was really important to us. You know, this is going to be a labor of love. We wanted to come back and offer something to the industry that, you know, we pretty much grew up in. I mean, they pretty much mold who we are today. It's, It's very interesting when I'm with someone who's either opening a small business or a small business owner, I find myself reaching back into that toolbox of, things that I learned from not just one individual store, but collectively from every company that I've worked for, every mentor that has mentored me, every individual, including yourself, Carrie, that I have worked with that I end up pulling from this toolkit. And I don't think that when you're in it, you don't realize that those things are being installed or download into your person. Um, And I think I see it more now being on this side of it and going into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, there, there are a lot of skills that I think 
the common customer does not understand. Um, you're not just ringing a cash register. Yep. You're not just, you know, you're not just going through and saying like, you're assigned here, you're assigned here. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's some very nuanced and um, elevated skills, regardless of what your position is um, within a store that you use every single day. You really have to be um, an independent, uh, confident, empowered, vocal, uh, analytic, you know, like you, you yeah. name it. Like if you don't possess those and you think you're going to move into this industry, yeah. you, you are going to be very surprised at what is, um, required for success. Yeah. And like, we don't want it to be a surprise. And we also don't want people to feel like they're drowning. Like right. if you need the support, you can find the support. Mm -hmm. um, if the support you're getting in your own situation or employment, um, like you said earlier, doesn't resonate with you because it's being taught a certain way, or, um, you know, you feel like you are ready for certain things before a corporate directive says you're ready for it. Yeah. We wanted an independent resource for people out there right. to take advantage of. So um, that's us. That's Edward. That's Carrie. Um, <laughs> that's stand-up retail. Um, you can expect weekly videos and podcasts and blog content. Um, it's going to be based around a monthly theme. And each week we're going to tackle a topic um, within that theme and really go through uh, and have a discussion about some core foundations that will help you develop skills within that topic. Um, so uh, yeah, Edward, anything else? No, the only thing I can say is that once we get to go, I remember to click like and share. Oh, yes, please like, share, suggest, um, follow, subscribe, please. Yes. Um, like I said, there's going to be, you know, we're, we're working really hard to try and get content up weekly for everyone mm -hmm. um, and make sure that that content provides value. Yes. Um, last but not least, there is our email in the description box below. If you have any suggestions, we would love to take suggestions for future topics or future yes. themes. Um, so please email us those. We also are going to be doing a healthy dose of recognition you, and gratitude. So you are going to learn about that um, in our first week of content. Um, and it will be an ongoing uh, program for us here um, at Stand Up Retail, where you can also submit recognition or gratitude um, that can be um, put out there into the interwebs and the ether um, to share your gratitude um, for your team members um, or other folks um, within your location or within right. the industry. So uh, with that, we'll bid you a fond farewell. Edward, I'll let you um, sign us off. So um, like I said, remember, like, click, and share. Um, all the descriptions will be down below in our description box of places that you can go and you can reach out to us, um, as Carrie said. And this is Stand Up Retail, Carrie and Edward signing off. Bye. <laughs>